ahead. Stop, stop, stop. stop. Right. Fine. Welcome to episode 103 of the MTB podcast presented and hosted by Worldwide Cyclery. I am Jeff. I am Jared. And I'm Liam. In this episode, we're going to discuss the most popular mountain bike products of 2022 per category. This is out of the 286,923 products that we shipped in the year. We'll also tell you our personal favorite products of the year and the actual least popular product of the year, determined by Jared's secret ranking algorithm. Is that Uh, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it's not that big of a secret. I just looked at the least sold products. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> these these same products will also be shown in greater display and detail in our upcoming YouTube video on the same topic. So if you want to see them rather than listen about them, keep an eye out for that. Speaking of seeing us, the MTB Podcast episodes will now be back on the MTB Podcast YouTube channel as we're, live recordings. We're back, baby. We're currently waving at the camera for those of you watching this on YouTube. So if you want to watch the podcast recording, it is there now. Uh, well, let's start, boys. DJ Green Goblin, play a sound effect. Before we jump into the podcast, I did want to mention NICA, N-I-C-A, the National Interscholastic Intergalactic, Cycling, you had that wrong. Cycling Association <laughs> on the Metaverse. Might, they might change the name to National Intergalactic Cycling yeah. Association, but yeah. for now it's just international. Uh, oh, wait, Interscholastic. <laughs> <laughs> that, that name, that name is, is tough. Intergalactic. So if you're not familiar with NICA, they are a nonprofit organization that is trying to uh, make mountain biking uh, of all different disciplines a an accredited sport in middle schools and high schools all across the United States, which is pretty amazing. It's actually a pretty large organization. I've got uh, a dozen plus, two dozen plus states, like 50,000 kids in it. I mean, it's it's pretty big. So a lot, a lot of people know about it, but not everyone does because not everyone uh, is deep in the bike industry or has kids who ride mountain bikes and also go to school. We are uh, we are big fans of NICA and donate to their cause because we really appreciate what they're doing and it resonates with us. We decided to put together this program called Miles for NICA, mm-hmm. which we actually did talk about on the podcast almost a year ago maybe. So the way that works is it's uh, we use Strava to record everything. And so in, all of the staff basically record their rides. Uh, for every mile ridden between 1 and 100, uh, WC will donate $1 per mile to NICA. Then miles 101 to 999, 50 cents. Miles 1,000 plus, 25 cents for every mile ridden. So that ended up in uh, 2022, the, the crew rode just over 39,000 miles. It's mm. pretty good. Yeah. I was pretty impressed when I saw it. It's not bad, you know. It's not yeah. bad. And, uh, yeah, that resulted in just over $21,000 being donated to NICA and various NICA leagues. So just something to mention. Uh, if you're not familiar with NICA, check it out. If you're trying to do a little more philanthropic activities now in this new year, take a look at NICA. Uh, it's pretty easy to donate. It's a nonprofit. They're doing really good things, helping kids ride mountain bikes, um, which we like. So that's all. That's all I got. Was that a humble brag? Um, Would that no. be considered that? No. no? Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll take it. <laughs> Sometimes it's like, well, I know this is actually something I'm pretty proud of that we've yeah. done. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, is this a humble brag if I even talk about this? Yeah, I mean, we just have to make sure that the kids, uh, you know, in the rest of the galaxy are getting bikes. Yeah, that's true. Because after all, it is intergalactic. So It's intergalactic. Um, yeah, when we get confirmation that we're just helping in the entire galaxy, that'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'll ask him for that. <laughs> yeah, please. 
All right, let's let's jump into these products. There's there's a lot of them to go over. And before we start, just a quick note on the fact of, of how we picked the products for each category. They're chosen based on either their quantity sold or revenue generated or both, mm-hmm. plus the occasional honorable mention. Yes. That's an important thing what, in some of these categories. What makes it an honorable mention? Well, so so for example, actually a perfect honorable mention that you'll like is the Continental Tires. So yeah. Continental yeah. Tires didn't end up as like a top volume product or top revenue generating product because they didn't really come into stock until what Q3 yeah. of 2022. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they're not they weren't they didn't end up being big sellers because of just for the whole year. Right. Yeah, for the whole year because But of, they're popular. But they're still popular and they're still honorable to mention, right. you know? Gotcha. Yeah. So. yeah. And other things like, I don't know, some product well, categories are sh- sh- well, I don't want to give it away, but Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just asked clarification. Yeah, well, I'm saying some some categories are dominated by certain brands too. So, like some other products that are really good that we want to highlight, you know, that also sold well, we want to mm-hmm. highlight those as well. Yeah. So the categories: drivetrain, grips, tires, handlebars, wheels, chopper post, and levers, brakes, shadows, <laughs> saddles, saddles, seats, pedals, <laughs> suspension, maintenance, miscellaneous, miscellaneous. M I S S I L E A N U S miscellaneous miscellaneous. Uh, amazing. Yeah. Well, wow. Fantastic. Here we go. Drivetrain. Drivetrain was probably the hardest one of these to do because there's a lot of different parts that make up a drivetrain, and we didn't want to bore you guys and break out every individual. Like, here are the most popular trains. Here are the most popular drillers. Here are the most cool. popular cassettes. So we kind of tried to smash it all into drivetrain. Yeah. Which wasn't the easiest thing to do, but this was. This list was pretty much dominated by SRAM, as you might imagine. Obviously, Shimano's a big competitor to SRAM, but Shimano's had really bad supply chain issues for all of 2022. So we just didn't... And beyond. Yeah. And, and be- Quite bad. <laughs> yeah. And beyond. <laughs> and beyond. So, yeah. So SRAM, SRAM crushed it in 22. Uh, in particular, GX Eagle, GX Eagle, trigger shifter and drailer. The mechanical version. Yep. Mechanical. Yeah. Oh. And the electronic. Well, that's at number two, but Spoiler the alert. number one spot was the GX Eagle trigger yeah. shifter and derailleur sort of combo, the mechanical variant of it, mm. which was cool. GX is, I mean, ever since they redesigned GX, when was that? Two years ago? Something like that. Do you remember when they like refreshed the GX stuff? Yeah, it's two years ago, yeah. roughly. Yeah. Uh, it looks so much better. Yeah. And it looks for the good. price, the it's, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's, it's no baby. wonder everyone's yeah. like, yeah, I'm just going to get that. It's as good as the best stuff, but less expensive. Yeah. And only slightly heavier. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you're not, you know, looking to save grams, dude, GX is killer. Yeah, yeah. it really is. And then, uh, yeah, the number two spot was a GX Access Upgrade Kit. So that's basically the kit that you can buy that has the, well, they call it a controller in this case, not a shifter because yep. it's electric, mm. and the drailer. So what else comes in that little kit? Uh, charger. Charger, battery, B-tension Battery tool. cover. Yeah. Battery cover. Battery cover. Uh, yeah. Coaster. Coaster with the QR your, code to download. Yeah. Yeah. That was the one we made a really funny YouTube video on. Do you remember that? Where we yes, did the, with the, the news, news, the news story. Those are my favorite cast. ones to do. Also, a yeah. little multi-tool comes in those. Oh, yeah. It does uh, come with a really cool yeah. multi-tool, actually. nifty, lightweight multi-tool. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the third spot, race face, oh, yeah. narrow wide, chain ring. 104, 104 BCD. BCD. Yeah. What do you know about that? Well, I tell you, I think people are converting their 
you know, two by, three by drivetrains to one by. Uh, or, see, I beg to differ. I think really? that's replacing e-bike drivetrains. Ooh, there you go. That's why you think that's like that? Yeah, because mm-hmm. it, it went away for probably two years, three Interesting. years. And now all e-bikes are 104 BCD. Interesting. There you go. I didn't yep. think about that. Yep. We got a resident e-bike rider over here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Oh, I just ordered one of those the other day. That's a good point. And pretty much all e-bikes are 104 BCD because most of them are coming with I, not proprietary cranks, but it's like but those, the, a lot of those Praxis cranks. Yeah, the cranks are, are driven off the motor, and then the motor just has a spider. They don't really have a direct mount. Well, Bosch, you can get a direct mount, but uh, most, I'd say the majority of e-bikes are coming with a spider that uses a 104 BCD chainring mount. And you're mm. a lot more limited on the different cranks you could upgrade to on an e-bike yes, because of that? much yeah. so. Mm. And they're like old school. It's just crank arms. It's not a not a spindle, right? Because yeah. it spindles the motor, so. Yep. Mm. Interesting. Well, there you go. Hmm. Speaking of interesting, the number four product. <laughs> <laughs> the, the SRAM NX Eagle cassette. Mm. So the NX cassette is, uh, it's not their least expensive one. I guess SX would technically be. Right. Yeah. Make it, is, do they call SX Eagle? Is it SX yeah, Eagle? SX I guess Eagle. Yeah, it's still, yeah, it is. still 12 speed, right? Yeah. So NX Eagle, 12 speed. But it does use a HG, or what some people would call a Shimano, freehub body mm-hmm. fitment, which is different than the GX and above, yep. which use XD freehub body. So, yeah, I mean, that's been a popular cassette for a while now because you can get Eagle on your bike with that cassette and you don't have to swap out your existing HG freehub body if you have one. Yep. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. Now, now. You should have done the your interesting plug for this yeah. one. Uh, What's so interesting, Jared? About the NX cassette? No, no, no about the, the, the next product. product. The next product, man. <laughs> I thought you were kind of going back to what I was saying about the next uh, interesting product. Well, what's interesting about the box group set? I mean, it's a very affordable group set. Um, that is solid. That's pretty interesting. Nothing, huh? Crickets? Cool. <laughs> well, box. I mean, box Prime Nine is 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 interesting. It's it's definitely a not SRAM or Shimano, and the fact that it even made this list is cool. Yeah, for you know having a different take on a drivetrain, nine speed, uh, very low price point given what it does and is. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm impressed that box is there. So good for them. Yeah, They're not not easy to go play ball with SRAM and Shimano in a patent minefield. Yeah, and you're, they you're did literally it, so. swinging at the biggest Goliath there is. So Yeah. And it comes in a box. <laughs> we didn't we didn't even make it what, ten minutes into the dad jokes yeah. hitting out. <laughs> oh boy. What do you expect? Right, last right. one of this category. Uh number six. Not interesting. Just a GX Eagle cassette. Yeah. I mean, great cassette. Great, great, great cassette. Good replacement. Yeah. Yeah. Just easily predictable that it would be there. Before we move on categories, though, when are we going to say our favorite products? Oh, you want to name your favorite drivetrain product? Or just like favorite product of all? I thought we were just going to say favorite product of 2022. Yeah, that that was what I was thinking in my head. I didn't really specify, though. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) We'll do that. Mid-show. Okay. Oh. Mid-show, we'll talk about all, all right, our stick around. favorite yeah. products. We don't want to make you wait too long. We don't want to make you wait too long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Grips. 
this this is awesome. I'm really stoked to see this. Uh, the Trail One Hell's Gate grip was actually the number one seller for us. Yes, mm. which and we're really with actual real data. Yeah, yeah, it is. We <laughs> yeah. didn't just make that up. We didn't no, make it up. That is real. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, we we talk about it a lot because Trail One is a brand that we own equity in and uh, co-developed, and especially on this design as well of that grip. Liam and I personally worked on it a lot. So um, to get to kind of build Trail One on the side of WC and then see a product like the Hell's Gate grip end up in the number one spot was amazing. So we're really happy about that. Um, just kind of proof of concept. Like, we designed exactly what we wanted. We kind of took all of the best features and little tiny intricate details of all the other grips that we really loved and smashed them into one. And it worked. Mm. And people liked it. Yep. Except oh. for people who like extremely skinny grips known as Jared. Oh, I still like it. Well, yeah, but you don't <laughs> ride it. because, yeah, I'm just not used to – I mean, yeah, obviously if I rode it longer, like I'd get used to it. But I'm just used to a thinner grip. Which no, I, I, which I understand. I, like. I mean that's why there's you know yeah. different flavors for different people. The yeah. Hell's Gate grip is I would say maybe a mid-thick. Yeah. I mean it's not a thick grip. Slim thick. But it's, but it's not like a thin. It's slim, slim thick. thick. Yeah. Uh, mid-thick. 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 It's thick with two Cs. It's not fat. Which it's I also – I, I will say in – Years ago, I used to like a really thin grip, like the original Ruffian. Do you remember that thing? Yeah, that's what you were running when I first started. You were like, yes, lock on, super thin Ruffian, like Mm -hmm. no waffle, no padding. And then I slowly, then it was the Ruffian MX with the waffle on the bottom. Then it was the Elite uh, Pro, Elite Pro, which happens to be pretty much number two best selling. Yeah, there you go. Then it was Elite Pro. That's what I was running for a while. I really liked that grip. And, but then I, the more I rode, the more I was like, man, I just want a little bit more cushion there under the, you know, the actual bones in the hand and just made more sense for those like bigger days on the bike or multiple days in a row on the bike, especially mm-hmm. bike parks. And that's when I well, started yeah. deciding to adapt to a little bit thicker of a grip for comfort. Yeah. I remember we put on those Elite Pros on your bike and you went to Whistler and you came back, you're like, dude, I need different grips. Yeah. My hands are beat up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's just not enough. I mean, but, some I mean, of those Whistler's things, if you ride outlier, right? You know, if you ride one hour a day for four days a week, it's like, all right, you can kind of get away with anything. Yep. Yeah. But if you ride consecutive days of 20 miles a day or consecutive days at a bike park, then you start realizing like every little tiny downfall in a grip. So anyways, the GE one is in the number third spot from Ergon. Is that the grip you ride? That would be the GFR one. Oh, you ride the GFR one. Yeah. Well, didn't make the list. The GE one did. I think the GFR one uh, was actually out of stock for a while. And then I also like the GD one, which is like the slimmer version without the little things on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. There you go. There you go. And in the fourth spot, PNW Loam Grips. That's a nice nice thin grip that comes in a million different colors and is affordably priced. Yeah. Yeah, That's a great grip. It's also on the. You like that grip, don't you? I do like that grip. Yeah, it's on the thinner side. Yeah, but they, they came out with a, f- a fat version, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think they did. yeah. yeah. A thick version two. or fat version or mm-hmm. thicker, fatter, call it? beefy, whatever you want to call thick, it. Fat, beefy, chunky, thin and thick. <laughs> Mike Tyson here. <laughs> Mike Tyson. Yeah. Let's move on to tires, please. Oh, my favorite category. Mm. Liam's favorite category. This, this. Well, I guess everyone already knows the honorable mention, which is the Conti tires, uh, the ridiculously named Zynatol, Cryptotol, and Argatol. I. I honestly feel like if people hear that, they're going to think that's a joke. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to criticize you here, but, I mean, you definitely spelled them mostly wrong. Well, (laughs) (laughs) 
But like I said, I'm how, not going to criticize well, you because it's how are you even, crazy Who's going to know how to spell xynatol, cryptotol, and argatol and then go My pharmacist to, knows how to spell all of these. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go to the internet or our search bar on our website and type that in. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I guarantee you that most people are, are typing them the same way that you did. Yeah, yeah spelled wrong. As but ridiculous as the mention, names are. Good tires. Yeah. They actually ended up sweet. on World Cup podiums. Maybe winning some World Cups. Did they win any World Cups this year? Uh, not male. Not male World I Cups. That one in, uh, wasn't it Snowshoe that one of them? That was Bernard Kerr, won? and I think that was just a podium. Oh. They've definitely been on World Cup podiums. I'm 100% yeah, he, about that. Kerr got second. Okay. He almost won okay, at right. one race. Um, they've been on definitely a lot of podiums. I know Charlie Hatton was on them. Um, a few other guys from the Atherton team, Atherton team did really well, mm-hmm. along with the Pivot Factory team. So yeah, so definitely an honorable mention, something to take a look at there because those things are looking pretty impressive. Yeah, but as far as weight goes, Liam, are they as light as the like direct competitor of a Maxxis tire? They are. Yeah, they they're. Are? I mean, within fifty grams. Yeah, they're right there. Mm, fifty that's grams. Kind of hard for Jeff to swallow. Fifty grams. <laughs> well, fifty grams. <laughs> Here's the thing, though: is your tire varies. Like whatever the site yeah, says, I mean, they, they right. all, yeah, they all have a variance. Like yeah. your DHR two and two point four, one could be fifty grams heavier than the other, and it's the hey, same spec. Speaking of weight weenies, I think at one point we had a customer who asked us, like, how many of these tires do you have in stock, and can you weigh every individual one and ship me the lightest one? Wow. Well, I used to do that when I was racing. I'd, I'd get my <laughs> see you are weight my ten or twelve tires for the season from Schwabi. Uh, They'd send me the whole box, and then I would go there and weigh them, and then I would ride the heaviest in the early season, and then the lightest wow. at the more important races. Strategic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Strategery. And so like, yeah, some of those are like 70, 70 grams difference wow. for the same exact tire, from the heaviest to the lightest. Imagine doing that every time you got a new tire. <laughs> Oh, hold on, honey. i got to go to the shop and order my set of tires and weigh them all. I'm not taking it that far. Uh, And I don't think the people who are in this, you know, the top five tire buyers here, these tires did that either. So number one, DHR2 from Maxxis. Not really a surprise there. I mean, I guess if you had to pick, you know what's weird? The DHF didn't land on this list. Yeah, it's it's gone, man. I mean. Oh, the DHR2 is just kind of a. If we would have put all the the same exact corner knobs. This would be just a list of. Max's tires. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we had, to, yeah. we had to cut the cord somewhere. Yeah, I mean, DHR2, I, I personally run the DHR2 because it's available in the widths that I like as opposed to the DHF. Yeah. And it <clears throat> is lighter in the same yeah. size as the DHF. as exact same corner knobs, exact same everything except for the center tread. And I think the DHR2 center tread rolls faster and clears mud better. So it's just kind of a and, more versatile and DHF, I think it has in my a opinion. better transition from center to leaned over. The Which D- one? DHR2? Yeah, the DHF has that pretty big uh, yeah. gap in the middle that leads to like a little washy transition mm. until the side knobs grab. Some people might like that. Though. Some people do, and it works well if you have actual soil, unlike we do here. We just have yeah. hard-packed dirt. Yeah, so, yeah, true. Yep. Number two position, the Maxxis Asagai. Asagai. Love that tire. That is a grippy tire. Love that tire. That's a really grippy tire. Then the number third spot, the Dissector. Mm-hmm which I was kind of surprised to see that here because it's not a super grippy tire. It's kind of more on that yeah. like trail bike fast rolling tire, which yeah. I like, and I actually use the Dissector. I have I'd it be, on the front of my bike right now. I'd be curious 
Because the Dissector got a lot of OE spec this last year. Mm -hmm. I'd be curious because remember the Ardents were still super popular way after their heyday, right? They got surpassed Mm -hmm. by the tires, but we're still selling a lot of them because they're so heavily OE spec. Yeah, and people just get whatever they they came on their bike. They just replace the exact logo that's on their tire. Yeah, Um, A lot of people may be running it as a rear too. I don't know. Yeah, that too. It's a good rear. Mm -hmm. I like it in the rear more than the front personally. Yeah. Yeah, it rolls pretty fast. Good grip. Yeah, it does. Number fourth spot. Number fourth? Number fourth spot. That makes sense. <laughs> Delium rugged. rugged. We talked about Delium tires on mm. the podcast, I don't know, handful of episodes back. Yeah. But they're, yeah, I mean, I don't think they clarify their mission, but their mission seems to be making really good mountain bike tires for essentially half the price of everyone else yeah. in the mountain bike world. Yeah. And they're pretty much doing it, Yeah, which is pretty impressive. So, yeah, good to see them making the, you know, Almost on the podium. Well, Almost it's a downhill on the podium. race. It's technically is the podium. It's on the, it's it's on the large race. podium. Yeah. yeah. It's on the large podium. Um, yeah, that's a brand to check out. If you're going through tires a lot, uh, Deliums are half the price of basically every other brand. Yep. And they're quite impressive. Yeah. Number five. What do we got, Jared? Schwable. Nobby Nick. Schwable. I'm going to say it correctly now. Schwable. Do you think that's how... I'm oh, pretty sure that... You know the guy sent us a voice memo, and I'm pretty yeah, sure that's, that's how right. I said it. Shababli. In some podcast or YouTube video, we said we weren't exactly sure how to pronounce that word, and uh, a German guy sent us a voice memo on Instagram telling yeah. us... Yeah. It was like... Shababli. Yeah. No, it's like... Shva. Shva. The S-C-H-V-W that makes like a V sound. Shababli. Uh-huh. So, uh, German listeners out there... Go ahead and send us a DM and let us know if I said it right. Again, because obviously we didn't learn <laughs> yeah, the first yeah. time. <laughs> well, we call it Schwalbe. Ah. Um, the, the, <laughs> no. the Nobby Nick. The Nobby Nick was yeah. the tire, was the Nobby most Nick. popular one. Yeah. Um, that one's been hanging on for a long yeah, time. That's, that's a, a good versatile a, tire. Yeah, seriously. Front, rear, trail, mm-hmm. DH, whatever. Indeed. And then a uh, the number six spot. Vittoria Mezcal. The Italian tire with the Mexican oh, drink oh, in there. Oh, I was oh. going to say, that's a... <laughs> It's a Mexican yeah. alcohol. Well, you know, I don't think the Vitoria Chianti really has. For sure, mezcal a... is from Mexico and not from yeah. Italy or Spain I mean, or somewhere it, else. Like with agave, it's grown in Mexico. I, I mean, the I word could have two different meanings in two different yeah. languages. Don't, I don't, don't know. quote us on this one. I'm not an expert. We're not but positive. I do know I drink mezcal when I go to Mexico. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not wrong. So. We have some mezcal here, and it's way too smoky. I do yeah. not like it. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. Tastes like Give me some nineteen forty-two. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All I drink is forty-two. The next category is handlebars, but before we get into that, we would like to hit you with a message from our sponsors. And now, a word from our sponsors. The advertisement. This podcast episode is from us. Worldwide Cyclery, we are doing, uh, and actually, you know what? We're doing this with Worldwide Cyclery Kettle and Trail One, 10% off gift cards for the off-season. Investors, could be you. Might have that turned off on Kettle. I can't remember. Oh. I think I'm going to, I think Might we should pull the whole that. thing on January 31st. Okay. So if you're hearing this and you want 10% off a gift card, jump on it. Maybe we'll run it until February. This Live on Trail One. This has been a really good ad. Yeah. That was that was one of the least, I don't know, eventful ads I've heard on this podcast, <laughs> and I listen to every single one. <laughs> That's all we got. Thank you. And now back to the show. Back to the show. 
And now, back to the show. Handlebars. Handlebars. One up. Components. Carbon handlebars. They reigned in the number one spot. They reigned supreme. This is the second year in a row. I'm not surprised. Those are those are really good bars. And they are, to this day, the only, I don't know, what, what would you call it? Like they have a actual novel, feature. unique novel, feature yeah. design. Um, they they basically engineered vertical compliance and lateral stiffness mm. into the carbon handlebar, like where the rise is and has like a unique look and shape to it. Uh, we did a YouTube video about these. How long ago was that? Three year years ago? ago? Two years ago? Three years ago? At least. It was a while ago. Yeah. And uh, it was actually really fun. I, I rode the bars back to back, same trail, same bike. Uh, rode four or five different handlebars. And it was way more surprising than I thought doing that test, which is we did it in a very scientific way, which is hard to do with any bike part. But handlebars is one of the more plausible ones to do it with. Mm-hmm. And I, I was way impressed at how different every bar felt there is obviously definitely absolutely had the most vertical compliance um but it was uh yeah it was just really surprising to be like wow these renthal bars feel like a pipe of steel um i didn't think so did the race face bars the true Veda bars were like a pretty good hybrid that i actually really liked and kind of took a lot of thought when we went to go design the trail one bars um but the one-up bars had the most compliance which if you have a rigid fork like my gravelly mountain bike weird thing that i'd ride a lot makes a ton of sense or if you had a bike park makes a lot of sense yeah um yeah anyways they're good bars yeah no surprise number one spot but not as good as our number two bar well well that's like opinion yeah situational yeah. what is that objective that's you know, that'd be subjective. That'd be subjective. Yeah, yeah I always confuse those. Uh, the, the trail one, <laughs> the trail one Crockett carbon bars uh, ended up in the number two spot, and the Crockett alloy bars ended up in the number three spot. Mm. Um, by the way, Crockett is Crockett Hills in in Northern California. All the trail one products, every product sold, a dollar goes back to the trail network uh, that they're named after. So those those handlebars, um, yeah, donations get made to Crockett, which is pretty cool. And like I just mentioned, we kind of design the Crockett carbon bars around not being really flexy, but also not being rigid pipe. Goldilocks. Oh, I was, you took the words out of my mouth, That's what man. I was aiming That's for. That's what I was going to say. And then the Envy Composite M6 bars. Mm. Premium. Premium. Creme de la creme, as you like to say. It has this big E-N-V-E on it, and it makes you look high class. Yep. People are envious of you. It's a status symbol. It yeah. is. It's like a Yeti on the mm-hmm. back of your Tesla. Mm-hmm. The 1UP USA rack. And your and uh, envy bars, your Oof. Gucci bag. Oh, that's going too far. It's still a mountain biker. Oh, come on. And you definitely don't have the number five bars, which were race based Chester handlebars. Yeah, four and five are like opposites of this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Race based Chester handlebar is, you know, a bit of a dirt bag. Don't want to waste your money on handlebars. So you get just like a reliable workhorse that's not very expensive and works good and has good geo. And bam, there you go. Race face Chester. Perfect. Race face Chester. Boom. But if you want more style, you get a crocodile alloy. And then. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking uh, of wheels. Speaking of which, wheels. 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 Wheels is the next category. Wow. And you know, um, I'm a pretty big fan of the uh, this brand that dominated, I'm not gonna lie, Industry Nine. Yeah, Industry Nine, the one slash one Enduro S wheel set was the yeah. top seller. Which, yeah, makes sense. It's it is kind of that perfect uh, certainly not a cheap wheel set, but certainly not a super high priced wheel set. It's kind of that perfect middle ground, still an alloy rim, really good hubs. Um, that's the one. Does that have straight pull steel spokes, or does that have J bends? That's Enduro S Hydra. 
Enduro S Hydra. Point? Yeah, Hydra does. Okay, so the one to one has just the regular, regular J band. Yep. 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 Which the number two spot was the Enduro S Hydra. Hydra. But same, same, same with Hydra Hub and Straight Pull Spokes. Mm-hmm. And then third spot, the Enduro three hundred fives from Industry Nine, mm. which is just a slightly different rim. Also has Hydra Hubs. Oh, that's this. Those were the those, system wheels. Yeah, those yeah. are system with wheels. With Industry 9's the, sort of proprietary yep. aluminum straight pull spoke. Um, yeah, those are nice. Yeah. Those are fancy. Those are nice. And the workhorse, DT Swiss E1900s, mm-hmm. uh, which came in here. Uh, that price was wrong. Oh. Just deleted that. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> That, I was gonna say it sounded cheap. They are, well, yeah, it wasn't affordable. I, I think that was the rear wheel price. Or something. Yeah, they're like a couple hundred bucks each. Each like, though. Yeah. Well, the rear is more expensive than the front. Yeah, they're like I'm six, aware. maybe six fifty yeah. ish or so. I'm not even gonna say a price. Take the price back. Wheels are so hard to tell someone the price of wheels because it's like, well, depending on what free hub body, depending on yeah. twenty six, twenty seven, five, twenty nine. Uh, did you want this spoke configuration or that one? Totally. It's like, yeah, it's just it's kind of confusing. But DT yeah. Swiss E nineteen hundreds. A great mountain bike wheel set. DT Swiss, I mean, they're going to be in here for sure. Yeah. Number five spot, Bird Hawk 27s. Oof. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kaka! 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 Bird, we made a YouTube video about their noodle spokes. Yeah. I don't think they like us calling them noodle spokes. Oh, they're spaghetti. Spaghetti spokes. <laughs> More to be scientific. Well, we also gave away a couple sets of bird We did, wheels. yeah. We did some bird wheel giveaways, pretty which is pretty cool. rad. So they collaborated yeah. with We Are One to make that North American-made carbon rim, which is their Hawk 27 rim. Yep. Correct. And then Industry 9 hubs on that wheel set. Also and made then, in America. And then the bird spokes, which are made in America, which are ultra-high ultra molecular, molecular weight polyethylene. Polyethylene. We almost said that at the same time. <laughs> it's pretty it's good. Beautiful. It, it is a really interesting. I mean, that is one of those things. You got to watch the video, but uh, for a more in depth review on it. But that's totally one of those things that I can't even remember. You came across it on Instagram or something. You're like, oh, look at this brand. And I was like, yeah. oh, I don't know, man. It looks kind of like Spinergy. I'm not going to bother. <laughs> and then, <laughs> well, Spinergy. I grew up in the world when Spinergy. No, I, I know. Same. Spinergy was popular and they had those noodly Kevlar spokes. Mm, and yeah. then, like, the company went out of business and then there was a carcass and it came back and then i don't know yeah i don't know everything about spinergy but they're just they're not really relevant anymore mm. um maybe they're still making good wheels i don't know maybe i should look into that before i say that but they're certainly not like popping up in instagram feeds kind of sounds and, like a mavic situation it kind of sounds like a mavic situation maybe I, I put a little them bit. down the same road yeah, yeah. um but same. we got the birds to test and all three of us were we're all wow. We're, these are actually. You could say we we're jazzed. We oh were yeah, jazzed. we were jazzed. It's like man. these are light. Yeah, <laughs> these are not flexy like you would initially think at all. They have a really unique feel. The way that they sort of dampen the stuff you run over with the bike. They're durable. Um, they're durable. Yep. Yeah, it was. We were all just impressed, and I think yeah. literally all three of us ride them now. Yeah, yeah, and and we have yet to break one. We have yet to break a spoke. Um, I'm just going to lead that right into. That is my. Favorite product of 2022. Oh, mm-hmm. that's why he wanted to wait. That's why, and it is kind of the middle of the show. He had his own agenda. <laughs> yeah, he had his agenda. He didn't want to tell us, though. Um, so, that's yeah. fine. All right. Um, what was yours? Secret is the secret's out. Yeah, mine too. I mean, at least the spokes. You're I just going to copy Jeff? I, fine. It's off the table I'll now. pick another one, but <laughs> that, fine. That's my runner up. I like the spokes. I mean, I had them lace up one of my wheels and um, yeah, loved it. So, boom. Um, I'll come up with another one. Oh, I know one yeah. that you're not even remembering. The five dev cranks. That's oh, got to be yeah. one of your guys. Oh, I love those. Yeah, those are cool. Was that going to be yours? 
Did I guess yours? Mm, I actually didn't have it on here, but Did I... Did you even think of it? Not really, no. Um, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, but considering I have them on all of my bikes... Yeah, yeah. that's why I guess yeah. that, that was yours, because you yeah. put them on all your bikes. Uh, I would... Like, every new bike you built, you saved them and put the old ones back on that bike, and yep. then... Yeah. They're I, cool. uh, yeah. Yeah, they're red. My first favorite product of this year is my Forestall Sirion. Oh, yeah. That would have been my second guess. Yeah. Mm. I've been... You have on, been e-biking more. I've been e-biking a lot. Well, you still ride your other bike a oh, lot, Oh, yeah, too. of course. I, but, yeah, you, you, you are... You have to set a rule, e-bike. right? Yeah, he's not like, jaded, man. You have to set a rule of, like, okay, I'm going to go out and do four hours on my normal pedal bike, and then next day, or the day before, one of them, ride the e-bike. Yeah. So you stack up two days... And I'm not being completely lazy, although I'm pretty sure last week and a half it's been raining a lot. So I think I pedaled one time today and like one time 10 days ago, and, and everything in between then has been e bike or shuttling. Mm. So. Slippery slope there, Liam. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but my number two product would be five dev cranks, and specifically going with shorter length five dev cranks. Mm-hmm. I've been really liking that. 160? 165s on the pedal bike, mm-hmm. 160s on the e-bike and the shuttle bike. Nice. Yep. yep. Interesting. All right, cool. Well, cool. speaking of the Forestall Sirion, which is your pick, uh, we just came out with a video all about that bike and that brand on YouTube. So if you're interested in a lightweight e-bike, check that out. Yeah. On and the YouTubes. I'm about to put out YouTube. a bike check blog, super Ooh. in-depth of my Forestall. It should be live in like oh, two days. Cool. Probably when this podcast comes out, it'll be live. What wow. dropper post do you have on it? Because that's the next category. Uh, it's not one that made the list, but it is maybe my one of my top five products of this year, the Wolftooth Resolve dropper post. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that should be an honorable mention because that yeah. didn't come out until what, September. September yeah, or something, late. so that doesn't yeah. count. Yeah. Nice I've been, segue, um, I've been digging I really it. I really like that, that yeah. in the dropper post category. Yeah, my post on my bike right now, uh, I've got that KS Carbon LEV thing yeah that i just really wouldn't recommend to be honest yeah i'd, I'd, I'd rather <laughs> like if you want the lightest dropper post because you're a total weight weenie that's the one that's why i have it um if you want the best most reliable dropper post uh get something else uh carbon a carbon it's the, it is the lightest straight up e- post and, no and liam hates it because he has to work on <laughs> yeah. it so he's always like just get like, another one i'm like no dude has anyone made a lighter one yet no, no. Uh, okay then Gosh, I'm gonna find. I'm gonna, that, like, I'm gonna, I did have the Crank Brothers Highline on my Rascal before that's that true. was sold. Well, so. and I'm gonna get that Crank Brothers Highline 11 oh, with the carbon shaft. Yeah, you should use that because even if it's, yeah, but that's still not lighter. But remember? even if it's 10 or 15 grams heavier, <laughs> I'll accept 15 it's gonna grams, be more but no reliable. More. I'm gonna All find right. like a super obscure European company that makes a lighter drop post. I'm just I'll like, get this that is one. the lighter one. I'll get and that one. Like, well, it's not from a reputable brand. Okay. Well, okay. There is definitely a lot of weird, obscure European mountain bike parts of all kinds yeah. that are obscenely light and amazing, but they're also five thousand dollars. Like those intense. No problem parts. for Jeff Cayley. Yeah, I think you need to get one of those. <laughs> I'm not going that far. One of those fancy intent upside down forks that are like way no lighter. No way. I'm not going with that the far. carbon steer and everything. Are those actually lighter though? Or are they just cool? For the sake of this podcast, they are lighter. And then he's going to have to research it and look into it. <laughs> what dropper post you got on your bike right now? Fox transfer uh, on my SB140, and then I also have a Crank Brothers Highline because it is a great price, and I paid for that one. True. Well, the number one dropper post, Fox Transfer Factory. Yep. Number two was the One Up Components V2, mm-hmm. and the number three was the PNW Loam. Loamer. Loamer. 
all kind of all different price points. Fox yeah. fan, Transfer yeah. Factory is kind of that bougie match your Kashima fork and shock yep. high end post. Quite up there. Um, the one up is and the PNW are more on the less expensive side, but still bulletproof, reliable. Yeah. One up has extremely low stack height. They're both more user serviceable, I guess you could say. Certainly. Um, yeah. Yep. All right. Speaking Droppers, of... seat post, remotes, or levers, or levers, or levers, or levers. How do you want to call it? I like lever. I like lever because you sound fancy. The number one was almost the one I have on my bike. Mm. I have the Wolf Tooth remote uh, on my bike. It's my favorite one that I always use. I like that one too. I just love that one. Uh, But the number one was the Wolf Tooth remote light action. So it's Mm. essentially the exact same lever, but it has uh, our exact same remote with a longer lever blade correct increased leverage increased the leverage so you have a more of a light action you don't have to push nearly as hard with your thumb that's why a lever is called a lever is because it offers leverage (laughs) you you might be on some jared you're you're on to something (laughs) we should we should spend an hour and a half googling that after the podcast i'm down uh number two pnw loam lever that's a nice one a little Nice pad, rubber pad on there. You nice. can change the colors. Is that what you have on your bike right now? Yeah, pad. Thumb. No, I have the, actually, I have the Wolf Tooth remote on my El Jefe. Yeah. And then I have a Fox Transfer one on the other one, which happens to be our number three. It is. They should call it the Fox Transfer V2, but I think they kind of took the V1 and just tried to shove it under the rug like it the, never happened. They just erased it from history. Yeah. They just erased it from history. Said, we'll forget about that one yeah. too. Yeah. Although we publicly roasted a, it and got in trouble. A forgettable level. Yeah. I, I, I said that it wasn't that good on a YouTube video, and Fox was like, me, 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 why'd you do that? But, you know, guess what? And I was like, guess what? It's not that good. I'm not just going to lie to people. But guess what? And then they revised it. with a better one. They made it way better, and now it's awesome lever, and it's in the number three spot. Yeah. If you said this is great, they probably would have kept it the same which would have been horrible for the bike industry and humanity as a whole. <laughs> it's like if something actually genuinely like, you know, it warrants criticism, then yeah, you should give it. Cause otherwise it'll be the same. And it'll I agree, man. Right? Yeah. That's why I do it. Yep. Um, brakes, brakes, break this up and talk about brakes. Oh, dang this, daddy. This <laughs> number one, Magura MT sevens, uh, they, Top spot again. Yeah, that's the second year in a row, which is amazing that Magura has really just taken some market share in the North American it's market. It's kind of slid in under the radar and just really hanging did. out yeah. the top. Like, yeah. yeah. Number of people kinda, are still fighting for the win, but they don't even know that someone's beating them. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's like yeah. SRAM and Shimano are hyper-focused looking yeah. at each other, and here's Magura just like selling Running more brakes than all of yeah. them. Yeah, it's that's a really cool. good way of putting it, Liam. Yeah. You yeah. know? It's like, let everybody else, all the peasants deal with their stuff, and Magura's on their high horse at yeah. the top. <laughs> I don't know if they look at it quite like that, but yeah. they're making good breaks. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something about them being peasants, but yeah. I actually swapped. Well, my, oh, you've been my, riding Magura. Yeah, yeah. Forestal yeah. came with MT7s to start, and I was like, well, I'll just run them and see how they are. A lot of people like them, and if not, I'll throw the code RCs on them because that's what I've been liking. And uh, I dug them so much that I swapped frames uh, e-bike frames and those had MT5s on them which is pretty much my understanding the same exact brake with a little bit different lever um, so I left the MT5s on like those a lot so MT5s then I, are in the number 4 spot by the yep, way yep MT5s are in number 4 spot and then I built up my SP120 and I like having the same brake and same brake pad so I just put MT5s on that too yeah. a logical guy the number 2 spot SRAM code RSCs mm. which Jared I know you love I do love those I have those on both my bikes Liam is a former lover of the SRAM code RCs. Oh, I still like him. He's a current and former lover, but oh, you, well, know. you swapped it all out. To I, I don't have any on my bikes, but I'm not a hater. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's like the, the swinger of the break world. <laughs> I, I ran the code RSCs on my rascal all year and I love those things. Yeah. It's a super yep. powerful, good SRAM break. Number three spot, the workhorse mm. Shimano SLX. SLX. Slicks. Those are, I mean, the price of Shimano SLX, I'll give it to him. There is absolutely no better break at that price. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, Magura does offer a break that's pretty close in price, but we haven't tried it. Yeah. Not, and MTs like the, that Shimano SLX design yeah. has been extensively yeah. tested. And you, yeah. I mean, it's just, if that was my price point, there's no way I'd pick a different break. To be really. honest, I like SLX or XTs, but better than the XTRs. XTRs have that varying bite point and they just kind of are Yeah, inconsistent. nobody likes that. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Uh, so number four, we already mentioned my Gear MT5. And then in the fifth spot, the TRP DHR Evo, mm-hmm. yeah. which is that sort of uh, – Big dog four piston downhill brake that people love to put on their enduro bikes. Woof yep. woof. Yeah, exactly. I have it on. I have a set on my shuttle bike, and I like them. But yeah, they're a little heavy to go on like my other bike, so yeah. I didn't do that. Yeah. All right, they're good though. Saddles, 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 saddles. also known as seats. Oof. Uh, by the way, on this saddles topic, we made a YouTube video about saddles, and we put in a lot of research into that video, and kind of really spent a lot of time breaking out the way we were going to explain what matters when you're considering buying a saddle, how, who you are, what bike you ride, how often you ride it, how long you ride it, all these other things. Then we even had a, uh, phone in a friend. We got Jonathan Lee, who's like a big time roadie and cross country rider to who's super knowledgeable about this stuff. Who's, uh, works over at trainer road. we got him in the video to talk a lot about it more extensively. So if you're really on the saddle train, you can't figure out which one you like, or you're going to buy a new one and you want to like really dig into the topic, check out that video. Mm. Uh, number one spot, WTB volt. Classic. Classic, yeah. Classic classic design, available in a whole bunch of different rail materials and price points. Looks good. I mean, can't go wrong. Ergon SM Pro and number two. It's the one you like, Jared? I'm a fan of that one, yeah. You like that one? Mm-hmm. Yep. Jared's mm-hmm. a fan. I'm a fan. Jared's a fan. Uh, then the number three, how about this, Willie? Title, MTB JS1 saddle. Yeah. I wouldn't have believed it unless I saw it right here. I know. Dark I didn't, horse. I didn't believe it either. I was like, I got to see the data. Yeah. And I like... Dug around and I was like, no, he, yeah, okay, Jared. Literally didn't believe me and I had to say. Well, it's like a dirt jump saddle. It is a dirt yeah, jump. I don't, kind of dirt I'm jump just saddle. really Slash curious ride, why. Yeah. I mean, Tidal, so Tidal is a is a dirt jump free ride brand um, owned and operated by, I think, predominantly Brett Reeder, yep. the, mm-hmm. the famed, absolutely astonishingly good um, free rider. And uh, yeah, I mean, that, that saddle fits their brand. It's very dirt jump-esque looking. Looks, I don't really know if kind people of are putting it on looking. their enduro bikes because I mean mm-hmm. it's definitely got more padding and more cushion than yeah. every other saddle yeah. that we yeah. sell basically. So I think that's kind of like a trend people putting just kind of whatever saddle. I mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah, those Pro Mags are really popular. Yeah, for yeah you're right. Saddles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a bike back there, like a Ranger with a Pro Mag saddle on there, yeah. isn't it? Like, yeah. yeah, true. Yeah, speaking uh, of uh, some saddles. <laughs> <laughs> WTB Silverado in the number four spot. That's my another preferred saddle. I really like classic. that. It's, yeah, another classic design. I have the one with carbon rails. It is stealth bomber looking. It's low profile, lightweight, low padding. Uh, I mean, I'd say it's legit. It's legit. I really like it. It's not a cushy saddle by any means, no. but it's an awesome saddle that Slim. I really enjoy. Slim. Oh, actually, I have the Volt on my uh, gravel bike thing. Oh, yeah. So I have both of those. <laughs> gravel bike thing. Well, yeah. <laughs> Supposed to be a gravel bike, Frank but it has bike. flat bars and a dropper post. Uh, number five, SDG Bel Air 3.0. Real classic right there. Yeah. Well, it's the th- well, 3.0 version of the yeah. classic. So. Yeah. 
It's modern take on a classic. Modern take on the classic. Uh, pedals. One up. Composite. Popping and, up again. Yep. Actually, the number one spot was one up composite, and the number two spot was one up aluminum, which is killer. They do make a really nice pedal. Clears mud well, grips well, looks awesome. Bunch of different colors. Yeah. What more to say? Yeah. What more to say? Durable serviceable. Uh, then the number three spot, the PNW Range Composite Pedal. Mm-hmm. That's cool to see that. Didn't that come out in 22? I think that came think out so. that long or, ago. Or like last year? Maybe, maybe end of 21, but yeah. it's not too old. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to see that in there. Uh, number four spot, Deity Def Trap Composite Pedal. Then the Race Face Chester Composite Pedal. Composite pedals dominated the list, and yeah. also so did flat pedals. And this made me realize we probably should have done a clipless pedals and a flat pedals like separately. Yeah. Uh, uh, why didn't you do that, Jared? Well, you Jared. know, um, noted for next year. I mean, I guess in the scheme of things, <laughs> clipless pedals just don't sell nearly <laughs> as much as flat yeah. pedals. So and it would be there's what? that Shimano, Crank Brothers, and maybe a trickle in from another brand. Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Yeah. Would there be after that? Yeah. 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 So yeah. Well, anyway, there are your top pedals. There are your right. top pedals. No surprise. No surprise. Forks, 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 forks. forks, forks. Is the next category number one? The big Fox super enduro thirty-eight. Thirty-eight Fox thirty-eight. That is a good fork. Fantastic. I mean, that is just. It looks amazing. It works amazing. Mm. Exceptional. Yeah. Exceptionable. Oh, I was going to say like you can't really say anything bad about that thing. And exceptional. I said exception. Nope. Exceptionable. <laughs> yes. so as we mentioned earlier these products were picked from revenue generated and or volume and the forks and the forks category well a lot of these categories they're all over the place right because you can imagine not as many people buy a fox 38 as do a rockshock recon uh which is a completely different price point that is probably the best uh fork under $250, whereas the Fox 38's best fork over $1,000. <laughs> uh, those are your one and two spots right there. Uh, number three, 34 Stepcast. You got a 34 Stepcast on something, don't you? Or you well, just have a 34? I just have a 34 Not the Stepcast one. Yeah, not a Stepcast. I'm mm. big boy. You had that on your... SB100. Yeah. Which DJ Green Goblin over here now has. DJ Green Goblin. DJ oh, Green Goblin dude. has a Fox 34 Stepcast. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Number four spot, Fox, Fox 30. 36. Shush, which I do have. Yeah. yeah. There you go. The new one. Yeah. Because they, what What did they, oh, Fox is so confusing. Every April they come out with next yeah. year's forks. Well, I think they changed so, the uh, the chassis with a different material and shaved yeah. off a little bit of weight. But, but that was their 2023 similar. forks that came right. out in April of 2022. Right. Yeah. So that's the version you want to buy. Yeah. Yep. The, right. The, the, yeah. the giveaway is that really rounded arch. Right. Well, that that's was, been there for two years now. Yeah, but the newest one, just like they shaved off, I don't know, yeah. like 25 grams or something, uh, or yeah. maybe a little more than that. But that the one prior to out. that rounded arch was very different. Right. Correct. Completely and it kind of got overshadowed by the 38 because it came out with the 38, yeah. which took all yeah. the all the press. Yeah, and that's then when it had a limited 36 was actually like really the good. The Beer 36 and the mm-hmm. Pistachio 38. That's when those all came out. Yep. Yeah. Great fork, that 36. It is good. Yeah. But you know what is shocking? (laughs) Our next category. Rear shocks. Float X. Yeah. The all-around. Amazing enduro shock. Enduro trail bike shock. Yeah. Float X2, just the bigger, beefier version of that for longer travel bikes and downhill bikes. Yeah, the big daddy. Big daddy. Mm. RockShock Monarch RL. Yeah. Less expensive. Yeah. High volume. Fits on a lot of bikes. Yeah, Absolutely. The new RockShock Super Deluxe Ultimate. Oof. Yep. Nice. Mm. Reservoir. 
I really like the new Super Deluxe Ultimate. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, the new new. That's the one. Yeah, the one. Is, that what well. is that what you have right now? What do you I have, have right now on your bike? Super Deluxe Ultimate coil on my uh, Forestall. And then I have a Float X2 on my Crestline downhill bike. Nice. Yep. Hmm. Very good. I have the RockShox SID set up, SID Ultimate, SID Deluxe on my Revel Ranger light trail bike. And then the Rascal had a Pike on it and a Super Deluxe. Yep. Ultimate. ultimate Was it Ultimate? Yeah. 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 It was ultimate. Oh, it was ultimate. <laughs> Super Deluxe Ultimate 9000. Ultimate. Um, that name. Geez. Super Deluxe Ultimate. Those are like three synonyms. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that is unbelievable. Um, what, do you, what do you have on your bikes? Uh, yeah, I have a Float X on my SB140. And then I have, well, there is no rear shock on my other bike because it's a hardtail. It's your legs. <laughs> oh, it's my legs, man. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> Before we get into maintenance and miscellaneous and the top products of the entire year and the least popular product of the entire year, a quick break so you can hear this uh, nice sound effect. All right. Maintenance. 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 Got to maintain. The reigning king of the maintenance category, SRAM Butter Grease. Works mm. works for a lot of stuff. Yeah, Muckoff Bio Dry Bike Chain Lube, great lube, top selling chain lube, really yeah. important. Actually, works really good. Good yeah. stuff. Number three spot, Buzzy's Slick Honey. That's my favorite. Mm. Me too. You like Slick Honey? Yeah. What do you use it for? Everything. Everything. Well, not everything. Chain Almost. lube. Really? No. Just kidding. Adult, Jared. <laughs> yeah, not, Just kidding. It's uh, grease. I'm not going to spread in misinformation. No, nah, hub, hub internals and suspension mostly. Yeah. Chopper yep. posts. Chopper posts. Yeah. yeah. No, it's good. This, do you use it for the exact same things you'd use butter grease for? I do. And do you think that there is any uh, chemical difference between slick honey and butter grease? Uh, I haven't dove in, dived into the grease, uh, but I bet you they're like 98% the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Jared said that Schlickoli. when we were filming the video. So they're probably made in the same factory. Uh, the number three spot was the Park Tool SAC-2. What is, what is S again? That's Something. The, uh, that's the... Uh, Something super assembly grip. compound. That's the, yeah. Super grip assembly compound? Yeah. Yeah. It's assembly compound for, oh, like, if you have... Yeah. Uh, yeah, paste. Carbon paste. Yeah, it's like a carbon paste, yeah. Yeah, yeah I wasn't sure what um, SAC-2 is. Super grip assembly compound. So handle carbon handlebars on your stem, we're putting your controls, grips, seat posts into your carbon frame. Yep. Yeah, it makes sense. That's a really good product, and I think Park Tool didn't have it for a long time. Mm. So it makes sense that they came out with it, came out with a really good one, and it sold like hotcakes. Boom. Speaking um, of cakes, any well, <laughs> before we talk about the rest, <laughs> I get that. I get that. What got that cake, girl? Any, uh, <laughs> any other honorable mentions in the, uh, the maintenance category? Um, What's that chain lube that you liked? Well, I, it's not the muck off stuff. I run that the I like. squirt, the squirt, yeah. squirt. And when we travel, I put squirt on your bike. You yeah, I know. It, I do think it lasts the longest, although. It's probably a little gunkier than the muck off. It seems thicker. Yeah, it's well, for sure thicker. You have to put it on, let it fully dry. If right. it fully dry, yeah. So that's the other thing. That's gunk. kind of annoying because you got to let it sit overnight yeah. usually. Yeah, it's like not the chain lube. You just like throw on your bike before you go. No, for you got to think yeah, a no little, way. Jared. Yeah, well, yeah. 
Sometimes last night, Jared, yeah, isn't many, the same as how many, go ride how many people Jared. are going to do that. How many people are going to do that? I do. And my drive yeah. are well, spotless. That is one thing I have like told myself I'm going to do more is like go out to my bike the night before a ride and just make sure it's dialed instead of like waking up and you know, like, oh my God, I got to do all this stuff. You know what's even easier, Jared? Having it dialed already. Get back from your ride and just wipe off the chain and throw chain lube on. Yeah. Takes now you're asking a lot. 60 seconds. Yeah, that is asking <clears> 60 more. seconds. Whew, yeah, geez. that's some good logic. This has turned but... into a psychiatric counseling session. Let's go <laughs> no. into the miscellaneous category. <laughs> Number one spot, yeah. race face T2 half stack tailgate pad. That's basically a really nice race face tailgate pad for the bed of your truck, but it's the half version of it. For two bikes. For two bikes. Is the half stack offensive? In any way, shape, or form? Yeah. I don't think so. Hey, they're half stack. Oh, no, that's like short. That's short stack. Short stack. And that's pancakes. Pancakes. Uh, I guess not. No, they t- that's like that. half pint. Like, hey, they're half oh, yeah. pint. Yeah, yeah, I guess like, so. yeah. Oh, so. This is a great, this is a great tailgate pad. That's just not as big as a normal one. Yeah, if you just yep. have, like, makes a ton of sense. Two bikes. It doesn't block your backup camera. Yeah, which is convenient. Yep. Doesn't cover up your logo or on the your, other side. Your uh, release. Oh yeah, your the handle, hand, the tailgate handle, tailgate yep. handle. Yeah, that's nice. I just no, no wonder it sold like hotcakes. Yeah. Uh, Way easier to take on. Obviously. Number two spot, Lazine Flow Bottle Cage Side Loader. Side Loader. I like that's my personal yeah, favorite one. That's yep. the cage. It comes in a right and a left. But the, also the Wolf Tooth Cage is great too. Yeah. Titanium. Me and Jared like the Wolf Tooth yeah, That's your honorable mention. That's our honorable put that mention in, there. in the yep. bottle cage. Uh, number three, Pedro's Tire Lovers. No wonder. Those things are amazing. Those it's like have been the best. No one has designed yeah, a better lovers. tire lever in 19 years or however well, long those have been no around. One. I will say... That the Cushcore oh, tire lever, cool. bead popper, whatever the they call it, grow. that thing is sick for like super, super hard and tough tires in working yeah. with Cushcore. Nice. Other than that, though, Pages is used all the time. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Number four, Fox high pressure shock pump, 350 PSI. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, analog. It's a shock, it's a shock the one. That one's digital, yeah. right? Well, the uh, digital one didn't sell as good as the analog one. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like, it's like half the four price. Four times the price. Yeah. And oh. it's more than that. Isn't that one 30 bucks versus like 120? Oh, no. I think it's like 60 bucks for the. Oh. Yeah. I should right? probably look that up before I say it. Yeah. yeah maybe I, I 50, no, maybe 60. Type, type no. that into the computer there, Jared. No clue what it costs. While, <laughs> while I say number five, which is the Lazine Grip Drive HV frame pump. Um, that thing's actually really cool. A lot of people are using carrying frame pumps with them now, either on their frame or in their hydration pack or in their bib pocket, as opposed to CO2s, because the frame pumps are more environmentally friendly. You don't have to replace them. So like a CO2, you get a flat, you use it, you forget. and then you forget to replace mm-hmm. your cartridges, and then you get another flat, and you go, oh, these are used CO2 cartridges. Bro. So that never happens again. And they've also made these things so much lighter. Yeah. This, yeah. this design... HV frame pump it almost feels weightless in your hand. It's, it's super easy to use. It's got a hose inside. It's got the hose tucked inside. It's pretty cool. And I think everyone at one point has messed up putting their CO2 oh, on, sure. on there. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So back to what we were just talking about. The analog version is $33. Digital version, $80. Yeah, it's yeah, a big price close. difference. Right. So a little more than double. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, honorable mention, crank boots. Uh, SRAM crank boots in particular. Mm. A lot of people bought those because they have SRAM cranks and yeah. got to get crank boots. I don't yeah. run them on my five devs. Yeah. Well, you yep. can't really run them. You don't want to. I am a tough guy. Tough guy. Tough guy. Uh, best-selling products of the entire year. Uh, this is just by volume. That was. I think you should the, go from number four to number one. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, Jerry. Don't give away the first yeah, one like, yeah, off yeah, the yeah. bat. Okay, okay. Yeah. Like we have. Been. Number four, which has been 
in this for three years running, or maybe more years, yeah. is the uh, at least in the top five, is the DT Swiss 54 tooth ratchet kit. Oh, yeah. Man, we have a really old YouTube video on that thing where I yes. basically explained what that does because a lot of bikes come with the stock 18 tooth mm-hmm. ratchet, which has 18 tooth. 18 teeth of engagement, which is crazy. It's a huge amount of lag and drag of it's nothingness. Like 20 until, degree engagement yeah. or something? It's crazy. Yeah, so, yeah. I, so I shouldn't say lag or drag. That's in the wrong words. Huge amount of dead zone where you're unengaged, and when you start pedaling before it engages because you have yeah. less engagement. And then you can upgrade for it's like 115 bucks or something to the 54 tooth. Yep. Slide that in there. Bam. Now you got Three 54. Times. Three times. Yeah, it makes a major difference. Yeah. That's like one of those things. Like if you have an 18 tooth DT Swiss Hub right now, for $115, you can dramatically change the way your bike feels and rides, yep. Yep. which is pretty cool and why that thing has been a top and seller it's for years. easy to install yourself. Yep. Super yeah, it is. easy. As long as you don't put the springs backwards. Don't put the springs backwards. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's been such a hot sour, too. I know the skew off the top of my head. Oh, yeah? Yeah. HU1344? Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just Num- testing you. Number three spot. Fox uh, factory rebuild kit for float rear shocks. Fits almost every Fox rear shock. Yeah. Not all yeah. of them, but besides, a ton of Pretty them. much besides the Float X2 yeah. or a coil shock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Float rear shocks from like 2000, the year 2000 yep. up. It's incredible. And good on them for honestly making them all compatible. Like I could, Yeah, Seriously. that was super smart of Fox like, to do that. Instead of just making every shock different, like, oh, now I have a new seal kit for every single shock. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, that was a good idea. You guys are cool. Thank it's you. Actually, nice work, that, that's a winning move, Fox. Yeah. Winning move. Yeah. Number two, SRAM disc brake pads. The centered compound with the steel backed. Oh. But what shape is this for? Do you know? That, uh, I think this is the code one. Code. And then G2 is actually the next one because people are obviously going for centered pads. Yep. Uh. Um, yeah, and I think they typically – well, codes always come with the centered, but the G2s come with the organic. The G2s come with the powerful. Powerful organic. Yeah, organic, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Pads. There you go. Brake pads. No surprise. People wear brake pads. Number one. The number the one. Number one the spot. Number one. The number one product. GX Eagle Chain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not, not that exciting. I mean, it's, cool. it's it's a really good chain. It's at an affordable price point. It fits on any Eagle drivetrain. Doesn't yeah. matter what it is. Any. SX, NX, GX, X01, X01, any of the Axis variants fits on all of those. All of them. Uh, so yeah, it makes sense why that would sell. Yep. Yeah, sure and does. probably because there was you know nine hundred people that couldn't get one all of two thousand and twenty and two thousand twenty one that were like, yes, I can buy one now. That's true. Probably bought ten of them. They probably bought ten of yeah. them. And now yeah. they're in stock. This, the SRAM yeah. GX Eagle chain was essentially the toilet paper of two thousand twenty two. Oh, that's like a good. Toilet way paper of in twenty twenty yeah. was a GX yeah. Eagle chain. Well, in all chains, I should say. Yeah, yeah. No kind of all chains are like that. Yeah. Buy out a, uh, the whole stock at your local shop and then sell them to your buddies for a two hundred percent markup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arbitrage. And yeah. You might not have any buddies after that. <laughs> all right. All right. GX chain for bucks. All right, Jared. Do you yeah. want to uh, hit that? Uh, oh yeah. Number one least sold product. The number one least sold product is. Liam, do you, you, well, I was going to ask you if you want to guess it, but you're looking at it right now. Yeah. The hey. Avid Bleed Block <laughs> for Juicy 2005, 2007, and Juicy 3 Breaks. Impressive. This is the least sold product. Yeah. Which, which, so obviously there could have been some products that didn't sell 
at all. Right, which once, those were not included. It doesn't count. We yeah. want the least sold product, and this we sold one of yes. for the entire year. One. It's a bleed block for j- avid juicy se- juicy threes. Yeah. 2005 yeah. to 2007 versions. You know, man, if you're listening and you're bleeding your brakes with that block, just yeah. good for you. Yeah. That's all I got to say. <laughs> it's just amazing somebody bought yeah. that. What were you doing in 2005 to 2007, Jared? Um, I was high school. A, yeah, I think 05, I was probably a freshman in high school. And I may, I probably didn't have juicies. I wish I did back then. Yeah. Yeah. I had, think I had juicies in what high school. What were you doing in 2005, Liam? Just getting into middle school and skating and biking a lot and not riding mountain bikes. Skater die. Actually, and I just started surfing too. Punk. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Jeez. That was mean. That was mean. I'm going to make him cry. Didn't mean it. Punks don't cry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, this was a bit of an untraditional episode. For those of you that stuck around, we genuinely appreciate it. Thank you for your listenership or viewership. Yeah. Uh, If you want a little reward, Mm -hmm. uh, it does help the podcast if you leave a review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, if you listen on either of those platforms. If you leave us a review... Take a screenshot. Take a screenshot. DM it to us. And DM it to us at, at Worldwide the Worldwide Cyclery Instagram. Instagram. And we will hook you up with a $15 gift card Yeah. Uh, to either Worldwide Cyclery or Kettle or Trail One. Yeah. Or uh, uh, what's – we got info Starbucks. at mtbpodcast.com, right, if you're not on Instagram. Oh, yeah. If you want to email it, you can take a screenshot and email it to – it's podcast at worldwidecyclery.com. Podcast at worldwidecyclery.com. Thank Goes you. right to podcast. Jared's inbox. Yes, it does. So don't send him anything he doesn't want to see. But or maybe send them the screenshots do. of your reviews. Or maybe do. No, don't even put that in their <laughs> minds. No. You know, one, one time I uh, – this was a few years ago. I don't know why I thought this would be funny. I, I went on the Instagram stories, and I think I had a BrockShock Fender. And and I said, first person to show me their, their feet next to their uh, RockShock fork that wants this oh, Fender, I'll ship it to them. Horrible idea. And, and it was – like three days, hundreds of Inundated. just gross feet pics on people's RockShox forks. <laughs> you yourself, man. I know. Well, I was like, that I mean, was, I, Raymond, I thought it was funny. Raymond got, Raymond got yeah. so upset that he said, Jeff, you answer all these DMs. Yeah, he's like, I'm not dude, doing I do it. not, like, he was grossed out by well, how many feet, feet pics I also were. hate feet, so I would be, like, quitting. Yeah, um, when he told me, I was like, who cares? Just open it and say thanks and close it. And then I, once I started, I was like, oh, this is kind of gross. It's <laughs> <laughs> like one after the next, like yeah. bare feet, dirty, next to forks. Like this of is all not of the things you Last thing anyone for. wants to see is mountain bikers' feet. Yeah, that's yeah. what you asked for. I want to see pictures of your feet. Send them to yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, it was, that, I thought it was funny and it ended up not being funny because like, oh, you know, 15,000 people saw it and 300 of them did it. So... <laughs> Gross. You gotta watch yourself on the internet. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, that's it. That's all. Happy New Year. Thank you very much. Sayonara. Love ya. Cheerio.